The role of the company secretary in major transactions. M&A and transactions are no longer considered an add-on, but a pivotal part of a company's value creation process. Harvard Business School research suggests that between 70 and 90% of transactions subsequently fail to realize their real value, which is staggeringly high. And the reasons often have their origin at or near the start of the process. The chances are high that if you are a company secretary, you will find yourself in a situation where your organization is thinking about or going through a major transaction. So we ask, what can company secretaries do to add value in major transactions? Welcome to the Better Boards podcast series. In this episode, I'm delighted to talk with Nikesha Graham Burrow about the role of the company secretary in major transactions. I'm Dr. Sabine Demkowski, founder and managing partner of Better Boards. We make the boards of the most ambitious organizations more effective. Our mission at Better Boards is to contribute to creating better boards. We do this by providing clients with an evidence-based approach for board evaluations and board development programs. To fulfill our mission, we give a voice to all who care about creating better boards. Nikesha, thank you so much for contributing to the Better Boards podcast series. Hi, Sabine. Thanks for inviting me. You are a winner in the category Dealmaker in the Governance Hot 100 list in the UK. What did you do to get on this list? I was very surprised to be nominated. <laughs> but what I did, I was involved in a transaction combining two FTSE 250 banks. And I thought that's what got me there. So I was very <laughs> delighted to be nominated. Absolutely. And I thought it's such a good topic to cover and provide insights, tips and tricks for company secretaries who find themselves in a situation like you were, where the organization they serve is eyeing a major transaction or they are in the midst of it, licking maybe their wounds as they realize that the transaction hasn't gone, hasn't delivered what they had hoped for. So let's get started. As you attend the board meetings and see all the papers, I assume that you heard about the transaction right from the start. Yes, I was aware of the transaction very early on. As usual, there were a limited number of people who were aware of the transaction. So we know from research that most transactions actually fail. They sound so good on paper, but then life is sometimes quite different. Many people will be familiar with the concept of a post-event review. However, fewer people are likely to have come across a formal before-action review, which can help clarify thinking about a proposed transaction and provide structure and objectivity. What were your tasks at the beginning of the process? At the beginning of the process, we undertook some due diligence. And what I did was to look at the governance arrangements of the other entity. And this involves sort of looking at minutes or the documents. And what I was looking for is any areas of concerns. And if I saw any, I had to ask myself, are these material? What some of the other things I focused on were things like board composition, I also sort of look at how quickly can their governance arrangements be integrated with our company. And this phase also gives you an opportunity to start mapping out the things that you need to look at when you're forming the governance framework for the combined entity. Hmm. What was crucial from your point of view at this early stage? 
what actions, behaviors on your side actually made the difference in this early stage? I was able to use that information from the early due diligence just to inform my thought process going forward. It gave me a picture of what I should be looking at for as the transaction progresses. And some of the proactive steps that you could take when you're looking at such transactions is to first anticipate what type of information may be required. And as I said just now, the due diligence could help you with that. One of the key things I found was that you needed to have accurate records and start looking at the records, making sure they're complete. And if they're not complete, just to reach out to some subject matter experts. And you have to be careful. These people should be aware of the transaction already. There are some mm -hmm. standard information that you, you need to look at. And also you have advisors who are there to help you. Just get them to help you. There might be some governance arrangements that are unique to your company. You need to let your advisors know about these and you need to make sure that they actually understand what it means as part of the transaction. You must also ensure that your board is given information and that they're given that information in a timely manner. Sometimes you come across transaction documents, they're very complex, they're very technical, they're lengthy. You need to ask your advisors just to make that information clear for your board to understand, to give a short, precise explanation. What are you asking the board to do? At what stage do you want them to do certain things? And this sorts of helps throughout the transaction process. It sorts of brings some organization to what is otherwise a chaotic situation. It mostly is. And typically in these situations, board papers even blow up further, don't they? Yes, they do. And you have to bear in mind that you're having this transaction, but you still have to maintain the BAU governance arrangements. So you sort of have two jobs. One that's very busy, you don't know what's going to happen next, and then you have to maintain your BAU. So you have to be on the ball, you have to send reminders to people, make sure tasks get completed, and you have to be regularly updating the board, updating the advisors, and making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Let's zoom in on this a bit. When these very early tasks were completed, what happened next and what did you and your team actually do to really add value to the board? When these early tasks were completed, we have to, as I said, ensure that the board is kept updated to sort of make sure that we're looking at any last minute requests. And we also want to make sure our board, they're very busy people. We have to make sure the information that they're receiving, for example, this transaction involved a prospectus, it involved a court process. We have to make sure the documents to support that, that they're accurate, that they're thorough, and also I have a team that are looking at the BAU matters. I still have to make sure I'm keeping an eye on that as well to make sure nothing gets missed. What did you do in the completion process? So in the completion process, because this is a transaction, you have to sign a lot of documents and the board is being asked to sign and attest to a lot of things. So I have to make sure the board know what it is that they're signing off, that they have the information to support that. You also have to highlight, is it a regulatory requirement? How does it interact with other documents that they have seen before? You really have to be giving your board comfort that the documents that they're seeing before them, that they've been through the proper due diligence process so that they're comfortable to sign those documents. And what did you do specifically to support the chairs throughout this transaction process? 
So the chair in particular for the court process, he was required to do certain additional documents in, a, in addition to the documents I mentioned that the entire board had to look at. So he had to sign a specific witness statement and that had a number of documents. So I had to guide him through that process to make sure he was comfortable with everything that he was looking at. And also, again, you have to give that reassurance. You have to make sure you know what it is you're putting in front of your chair that you have a working knowledge of it. If you don't, you need to bring your advisors into the meeting as well to give him clarity and that comfort to make sure that he's able to verify and sign those documents because those documents, they're very crucial for the transaction. I mean, it sounds, of course, it is an awful lot of work on the top of the day-to-day, what you're normally involved with. Did you have more resources during that time? No, we didn't have the resources. The only other resources we had were the advisors. So I was essentially doing two jobs at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I think that will sound familiar to many listeners, many company secretaries. I can well imagine. So in summary, how can company secretaries add value during a major transaction? So company secretaries, we play a vital role during a major transaction. But you might think to yourself, but why do we pay advisors? Aren't they supposed to be doing that? The advisors are important, but company secretaries, you're on the ground. You have to make sure that everything comes together and that it's a seamless process for your boards. You have to, you know what the pitfalls might be. You need to ask the important questions. You need to immerse yourself into that transaction. You have to know the timelines. You have to question where you think some of your nuances that they haven't been properly understood or they haven't been addressed. You have to be proactive. You have to be reactive. And this, the transaction, it requires a different set of skills than your day-to-day job. It is not a set piece of meetings and governance arrangements. There will be gaps. You have to be agile. You have to make sure you plug those gaps. And I guarantee you, there will be many others to fill along the way. And also, don't forget, you have a team. You have to remain a strong leader. And this will be a very testing time for everyone. So what do you think? What really made the difference to the board? What behaviors, what actions that you did were really, really helpful to your board? You have to remember that board members, they're very busy people. They have lots of other commitments as well. And what I added to that is to make an otherwise chaotic situation as smooth as possible. Let them bring them along the journey. Let them know what is coming next as far as possible in advance. Things move quickly during a transaction. You don't want your board to be frustrated with lengthy and technical documents. You want to give them that short paper that I described earlier, clearly setting up what are we expecting from you? When are you going to see particular things? And also, you know, you just have to show up, be present, show what your sort of your governance technical knowledge. This is where it comes into play. You have to show your board that you know what it is that you're doing, that you're their trusted advisor. I mean, I heard this word very often, trusted advisor, you know, in the Better Bots podcast series, I spoke with several of your colleagues about what it takes to be really a trusted advisor to the board. What is it in your view? In my experience, gaining the trust from the board is key to being a good company secretary. The directors, they are your key stakeholders. You help them to navigate through the numerous rules and regulations to maintain good governance. And trust is key to that. Your board must feel that you know what you're talking about. And they must also trust you to get on with the work of the company secretary.
And this trust, it has to be built over time. And this can be strengthened or weakened depending on certain factors. And a transaction is one of those times where you need to display these important skills. And one of the things that trust is built around is these sorts of things. How do you deal with tricky situations? Are you discreet? Do you have a working knowledge of the industry you're operating in? Do you anticipate the board's needs? Do you do that well? Do you respond quickly to your director's queries? If you're answering yes to all these questions, then you're already in a good place. And if we take things a, a step further, you have to be organized, you have to be flexible, you have to have your plan be ready when things go wrong, because sometimes they will go wrong. And you want to navigate through tricky situations, you want to do it like a swan, you want to be effortless. Doesn't sound easy. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, trust me, Zabine, it's not easy. <laughs> so what are the three things listeners should take away from this podcast? I want listeners to take away that company secretaries are vital in any major transactions. Transactions also provide an opportunity for company secretaries to demonstrate the importance of good governance and also good record keeping. And the final thing I would say is that Don't take your eye off the ball. Remember, there's still the BAU things going on. A simple mistake in BAU could cost you the transaction itself. Nikesha, thank you so, so much. You provided our listeners with so much food for thought. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sabine. It's been a pleasure. How can we help you and your board to become more effective? We at Better Boards are always delighted to hear from you. Get in touch. You can best reach us at info at better-boards.com. Thank you for listening.